This is the Australia Report with Vic Aladef. Good day, mate. Vic Aladef, a very good morning to you. How are you? <coughs> good morning, Howard. I am very well, thank you. How are you? I am well, thank you. I, that's uh, back from a trip to Israel, where I, I have to say it was it was quite eye-opening and uh, important that uh, that I went. Uh, apologies for missing last week. Targets on their backs for being Jewish. Australia, twenty twenty-four. Uh, in the insane isn't it yes so you would think that australia was you know on the border of Israel, we you know thousands of miles away so what you just stated there was the headline on the front page of one of our major papers a couple of days ago target on their backs for being jewish colon australia 2024 how can this be that was the headline with three members of the jewish community uh photographed and and what it's specifically referring to excuse me is what we uh, spoke about on this program a week ago where approximately 600 members of the Jewish community mainly uh, the loose term is creative so mainly people in the arts world academic world as well have been doxxed which is obviously the new word now in mm. uh, common lingo where their names and many details including details of children's schools etc. were posted and disseminated online and not just disseminated but in some cases had their families harassed since swastikas called the cancer online hate uh, and, and so just and death threats even in some cases so prompting the police to say they are looking into this uh, prompting the Attorney General Mark Dreyfus who happens to be a member of the Jewish community mm-hmm. Uh, signaling criminal positions to outlaw the malicious disclosure of personal information, which is what you know doxing is, and and then it goes, you know, so and then it goes further. <coughs> so just last night and confirmed this morning. In two days' time, there's a student strike for Palestine, quote unquote, to take place at one of our major universities, and uh, and so fine if, if that's what students want to do. But then the Faculty of Law has has announced that students who would like to attend the strike and have a class scheduled for their time, quote, please let your lecturer know so that you are not penalized in terms of your class participation assessment. So here's the Faculty of Law giving its imprimatur saying to students, if you want to go, go, and we will not penalize you for missing class that day or for missing uh, mm-hmm. seminars, etc. And and then and then it goes on. So just uh, also just today and in the last couple of days. So just today we saw a story where Melbourne Writers Festival, which is a major writers festival in the calendar of that city, the deputy chair has quit over representation from pro-Palestinian elements in the festival in the program. And and uh, and here again what not confuses, but what muddies the water there even further is that what is planned is a joint Aboriginal Palestinian program in the Melbourne Writers Festival. Again, where, and we've talked about this before, conflating, mischievously conflating, Aboriginal people, yes, are the indigenous people of this land going back 65,000 years. Mm. But in, in making, in doing that conflating, 
suggesting, inferring, implying that the Palestinian people are the indigenous people of the land of Israel. Well, uh, so, and, and also, uh, I've mentioned this before, the Aboriginal uh, mantra, if you like, is always was, always will be, in brackets, Aboriginal land. And so now what you see is always was, always will be, dashed from the river to the sea. So again, endorsing that, you know, mischievously endorsing that notion that, that the Palestinian people, Arab people, are indigenous to Israel. So it goes on, it goes on. And, uh, and there was another resignation, by the way, one of, again in Melbourne, a major Jewish philanthropist, not, not, not just to Jewish causes, mm, but mm. to the city, had stepped off the board of a major Melbourne theater, uh, theater, again, because one of the main disseminators of that list of 600 Jewish people has been given a platform uh, at the theater at the same night of a performance of Yento, which is the story, you know, the well-known story of, of a Ashkenazi Jewish woman. And so the, everywhere you turn around, there's something else happening in the space and, and with hostile intent. It's it's just incredible how um, insidious this this has become. It's 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 really uh, almost infiltrated every area of Australian society, hasn't it? It's it's infiltrated right across civil society, and and it has. And and uh, so, Captain Des got a major column major column in the Australian, which is one, uh, one of our national newspapers, where the headline is, Intolerant Mob Comes for Israel Supporters. So it's a very supportive opinion piece uh, by a columnist and well-known the guy who's director of an institute called the Sydney Institute, which is a conservative think tank, but it has written a very strong piece in support of, in support of the Jewish community, condemning the anti-Semitism that's taking place in this, in this country. And uh, and in support of Israel's right to defend itself, etc. But it, but as you say, it's um and just as a as a positive digression, if I may. So just recently, an embassy was opened in Jerusalem for, uh, by indigenous leaders from a range of countries, including Singapore, Taiwan, Hawaii, which I know is obviously not a country, Tahiti, the Solomon Islands, and Australia as well, and so. There was a counter-narrative, and there are, important to note, a number of Aboriginal leaders have spoken out saying that there is no parallel between the Aboriginal indigenous story in this country and the true indigenous people of the land of Israel, being Jewish people. So that counter-narrative has been put forward more than once by a number of prominent uh, Aboriginal leaders, and including, as I just mentioned, the opening of what is known as uh, uh, it's known as an indigenous embassy um, in Jerusalem, of all places. It's uh, it's 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 really just incredible. Is there any? What is the community doing about it? We were talking about this a little bit earlier, where where when people uh, use a, a form of hate speech prejudice uh, the the debate is which ones you take on how you know legally how how strongly to come back what to ignore uh, has there been a shift in the way community is dealing with hate speech with with vile rhetoric uh, what is the approach there 
Well, so in terms of people who were October the 9th, which was that terrible scene outside the Sydney Opera House where there was, did they shout, gas the Jews, the police said they didn't, they shouted, where's the mm, Jews? Mm. Obviously, which as hostile as you know, gas the Jews. So the Executive Council of Australian Jury, which is the national representative body of the Jewish community here, is, according to the latest last reports I've seen, is pursuing legal action itself against those who have been uh, videoed making hostile chants, given that the police have said there's no legal case to answer. That is happening from a community perspective. In terms of that doxing of the 600 names, the police there and the Attorney General have said that they are looking into what has happened, what that, that doxing, that dissemination, and did that break the law? So there are movements in that space. What is concerning to the community is that despite a number of vitriolic speeches by some uh, some leaders and clerics, there has been not one charge laid to this point. Mm. And that is a, a great concern to to members of the Jewish to the Jewish community. And that is where we leave it. It is about to go 7 o'clock. I'm Howard Feldman. That was Vic Aladev. He's former CEO of the New South Wales Jewish Board of Deputies. We speak to him every Tuesday.